and Barry Preston. Time for our market snapshot. It certainly is, and comments made during our program are for general discussion. You must always seek your own advice, and a product disclosure statement should be obtained and considered before con- obtaining a financial product. Staff associated with Pritchard and Partners, Proprietary Limited, or BBY Stockbrokers Limited, may hold or trade shares in companies mentioned on this program. Pritchard's Australian Financial Services Licence two four six seven one two BBY two three eight zero nine five. Henry, tax loss selling is uh, the thing at the moment, and what's this all about? Well, I guess it's uh, it's that time of year. We're coming to the end of financial year, so people that have uh, got losses on some of their shares in their portfolios do tend to uh, mm-hmm. turf out those shares at the end of the year, mm-hmm. crystallise those losses, um, and uh, put those against any profits they've made. Talking about losses, probably the biggest loss in the world at the moment was Federer. What happened? I don't know. He's um, yes, it's quite a shock, wasn't it? I, I wasn't sure last night whether it was a bigger shock to have uh, uh, Kev uh, Rudd back in power or Roger Federer to get knocked out of Wimbledon. But that was uh, it was a, a big event last night. And the Blues lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, not good. <laughs> not good at all. Not oh good. boy! Once we thought banks' cost of funds was on the slide, now it seems it's on the rise. But then again, because of the falling Australian dollar, it could help the banks make millions of dollars more. Now, also China weighed in here or something with uh, the, chining, the the landscape, landscape as far as finance is concerned over there. So there's a lot of these things churning through the banking system at the moment. There is. We've had a sort of, uh, not a, a full-blown credit crisis in China, but we have had some uh, some sort of rumblings of uh, problems there in their overnight uh, repo rates, which is the the the, uh, the rates that the banks lend to each other in China. There's a massive growth in China of the shadow banking system, which is people who lend money outside the normal channels. Um, as a result, bond prices um, have been going against the banks, and the cost of funding for uh, our high street banks overseas has increased, although um, in the last few days China has sort of moved to uh, provide a little bit more liquidity to their banking system. So maybe that pressure will come off. But the good thing, the good news for banks is with the lower Aussie dollar, all those overseas earnings that these guys uh, will uh, be bringing back and repatriating to Australia uh, are more attractive. So um, the banks do pretty well and they are doing pretty well in the market at the moment. Let's hope they are earning money overseas. Talking of banks, I believe they're the most profitable in the developed world. In fact, better returns than lenders in Canada, US, Britain, oh, and don't forget Europe. Yeah, it's quite scary, isn't it? I think collectively the big four banks made uh, $26 billion in uh, in profit last year, which for a country the size of uh, 25 million people, that's not a bad effort. Not bad at all. Maybe we should get the banks to run the cat. No, I didn't say that. That's what they did. Oh. <laughs> Apart from the media. <laughs> How things change. BHP chief executive, I believe his salary now is approximately 200 times the average Australian, but in early... 1980, it was only six or seven times. Hmm, interesting. Well, it is. I mean, I guess it's uh, it's far more interesting for the CEO of, <laughs> of BHP. But yeah, there has been a massive um, growth um, in CEO salary around the world. And all that's happened is we've had this spiral that uh, once one gets paid more, then the other guy says, well, he's getting paid more, therefore I need to be paid more. And then that's the industry standard. So everybody else needs to be paid more than somebody else. It just goes on. 
Mm, nobody's listening to me. I don't know about you, but anyway. No. Australian coal companies, once the darlings of the, Astro- the Australian Securities Exchange, are under pressure to cut costs, and, of course, they're looking at jobs, aren't they? They are. We've seen some uh, some big coal uh, job losses in the last few days. Peabody and Extrata uh, moving in Queensland to cut jobs again. Uh, the price of coal has been very much on the nose for some time, and there's obviously a move away from uh, dirty fossil fuels towards cleaner fossil fuels like um, like gas. Um, coal has been suffering, price has been down, uh, costs have been up, and the uh, the miners are doing what they do best when they try to control costs, which is uh, cut people pretty quickly. And in actual fact, that's not also just uh, exclusive to coal mining companies. A lot of mining companies are suffering. Yes. Well, I think a lot of the mining companies... Uh, believed the press that the uh, the boom was going to last forever and uh, I think there was a lot of excesses that were um, sort of um, built up in those um, in those sort of halcyon days in the in the mining sector a bit like Rome under Nero um, I think there was a lot of excesses and, and they probably got too carried away and at the moment they are uh, busily cutting back uh, left right and center projects expansion uh, staff costs salaries etc except for CEOs of course <laughs> Um, one of Australia's biggest companies, of course, Telstra, is making a small outlay. Now, this is small. It's only $18.3 million US, but they're buying into a US-based software and applications developer called Coney Solutions. Now, what's this all about? Well, I guess Telstra is uh, is looking at uh, the, the burgeoning market for uh, for app developers. And we've all got our smartphones. Uh, we all want our apps on our smartphones and if you uh, if you're the guy out there making those apps and you've got the the method to uh, to deliver those apps to uh, your own smartphone i guess you've got all the angles tied up and i suspect this is where telstra is uh, heading and they supply the phone they supply the network and they supply the toys to play on the network mm. so it's it's probably mm. not a bad move for telstra it's very small in the big scheme of things but i guess it's got some potential a well-known world name but we keep bringing it up terrible situation. Billabong lenders are getting a little bit restless. Seems that the management of this company has uh, been a total fiasco. Um, I'm not sure you could call it management, really. Um, uh, it has been a complete uh, fiasco. They announced this week they're still talking to uh, some of the private equity guys that made an approach to them to buy the whole company. Um, they're still talking to them about uh, refinancing and funding options because they still have uh, quite a bit of debt on the balance sheet. Um, but it is pretty scary. Commonwealth Bank this uh, this week also moved to sell down their debt at 85 cents in the dollar. So they don't. Uh, they obviously didn't hold out much hope of getting their money back in total. So they sold it to someone else who is uh, slightly more optimistic about getting uh, 100% of their money back. But they did sell it at a discount, as I say. It's a very, very brave uh, group that put a new IPO and uh, uh, IPO on the market. I select. Yes. What happened here? Um, I select, which is the, uh, I mean, they've, they've been plastering the, uh, the TV channels with their ads, um, about selecting, uh, you know, different products. And they, it's a comparison website, effectively, uh, mainly for health and life insurance. Um, the problem, I guess, they've got is that the barriers to entry aren't huge. Um, it may have been a little bit too high in terms of price. They came on at, uh, I think it was 185. They got down to 150 at one stage. They have bounced back up today to 160. Um, but I guess if you if you look at TV at the moment, you'll see a lot of meerkats on your telly. Yes. Um, and the meerkat, uh, the compare 
the meerkats.com.au or wherever it is, um, is one of their competitors from the UK. So it's not a space they have exclusively to themselves. There is competition, and there is uh, competition with big pockets and lots of meerkats. Mm. <laughs> lots of meerkats. Finance is the topic, and Barry Preston, it is market snapshot time with Henry Jennings. Henry, it's funny. I think it's quite funny, but it seems that the spoken word or words have huge impacts on markets, whether they be factual or just downright speculation. I believe one spokesman made a comment, and all, or a couple of spokespeople made comments, and all hell breaks loose. The Chinese mentioned that liquidity was reasonable, and look what happened. Ben Bernanke said that they may be easing things back, and look what happened. Is it them that say it, or the analysts after it that say, wow, look what's happening? I think, uh, you know, traders and uh, computer uh, programs around the world are looking for any kind of uh, clue as to where things are going. They are programmed to pick up on these sorts of things, and anything that Ben uh, Bernanke utters in the States um, is picked up, dissected, and traded on pretty quickly these days. The same with China. So um, I'm not particularly, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a crazy world we live in these days. Yes, and I know <clears throat> we look around the room and everything that, apart from anything living, always comes out of the ground. It's mined. I don't know. We still need mining. Absolutely. We, we do still <laughs> need mining, but, um, you know, it's, if, if the miners are spending too much money on getting the stuff out of the ground, mm. then, uh, you know, it's not economic to mine that and it stays in the ground, which has still got the value there, but, uh, and they have to wait for, uh, for prices to increase. But, uh, mm. they, they do tend to get a bit carried away with profligate spending in the good times. Good news, US. Con- the U.S. consumer confidence is picking up. Hope it's all continu- a continuing trend. Home prices are up. New sales, <coughs> pardon me, are on the increase. All good news. But then, oops, unemployment comes in and there are more people applying for unemployment. Yeah, it's, it's certainly a mixed bag still emerging from the U.S., although I guess the, uh, the underlying trend still seems to be quite steady and up, although last night we did have um, a GDP revision for the U.S. for the first quarter down from... 25 to 1.8%, which was kind of bad. And, of course, the market likes bad news because it means that uh, Uncle Ben will not turn off the free money tap. <laughs> so, um, so bad news is actually good news, and good news is good news when they're in that kind of mood. So last night we had the bad news being good. Picking up the paper in Italy may not be good, but I believe it's Italy's hoping for low borrowing costs and some broad recovery. Otherwise, it may face some huge challenges, and I believe uh, it could lose millions on debt restructuring. I think it's not millions. I think it's billions. Is it? Oh, that's why I wanted I to think, put, um, Good news, millions. Yes, um, I think they'd be pretty happy with millions. Um, yeah, Italy does seem to be emerging as one of the uh, the problem child, uh, problem children, I guess, of uh, Southern Europe. It always has been. It's kind of tried to bluff its way through, but um, they seem to have got some derivatives um, that they use to uh, to hide their financial position during uh, their admission to the EU. Does this sound familiar at all, Barry? Mm. Like Greece, maybe. <laughs> um, you mentioned Greece. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it looks like they're going to have to uh, write off a serious amount of money. It's got so bad that the tax authorities have been raiding uh, their local football clubs like Juventus and, and Milan to uh, to try and claw back money through tax evasion. So, um, I mean, that's wow. good. sacred cows being raided. You mentioned Greece, and I haven't heard Ireland, Spain, or even Cyprus lately. What's happening out there? They've all gone to sleep? Um, it's summertime, oh. and the living is easy. Oh, fair enough. Um, I, think, uh, I think, yes, it's, um, 
it's still a mess. It hasn't got any better. Um, it won't get any better. I think Ireland is probably the best of the bunch because they took their medicine early. Um, but I think, you know, the, the Greek um, and Spanish, Portuguese, Irish unemployment situation is absolutely dire. There's a meeting at the moment to address how they solve it. But at the moment, you know, with 50-odd percent youth unemployment and 27 percent unemployment in uh, the main, you know, in the, in the main categories of, uh, of people, it's pretty bleak. What about bringing back national cert? No, we shouldn't do that. No, that's all right. Apple shares. They've still got that in Greece, I believe. Apple shares have been diving. They got over $700, I think. Was it seven or $600? They're down to about 400 or something. What's happening there? But Apple have crumbled, haven't they? <laughs> um, they, they? They certainly seem to have lost their luster. Um, Apple were, um, were the big growth stock, but unfortunately Samsung has kind of been eating their, uh, eating their packed lunch, including their Apple at the moment, why, um, with their, with their smartphones. And Apple really have sort of, um, lagged a little bit behind on innovation. And I guess there, there does come a point when your smartphone can only get so smart, um, and what else can it do? Um, so, you know, eventually people do get sort of tired of, of that and it's very hard to get people excited about your products again and it, it was very much a growth stock and it, it can't keep on going forever. Certainly in 30 years' time, Apple won't be around. Oh, seriously? Well, it won't no. the way things are going these days. They've only been, I mean, they went bust once. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying they will go bust, but someone will take them over. You know, 30 years is an awful long time in this uh, market for, for mm. a technology company and, and people were buying 30-year Apple bonds. Mm, unbelievable. That's why I didn't buy an Apple phone. Anyway, Henry, you're on Sky News at 6am in the morning. I am, Barry, 6.30am. How do you suffer that makeup? You obviously wipe it off before you leave the studio. I'm just naturally gorgeous, Barry. Henry Jennings will be back.